0: All right guys, I I have a very special guest in here today, none other than my boy Doug Adams aka Brooklyn Farms.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Brooklyn Farms. New Brooklyn Farms. Let's get Brooklyn. it right.
0: Let's get my it right. Bad. My hey, you, bad. Good. you
1: good? You good? You good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you good? You good? New Brooklyn New Brooklyn Farms. Don't get oh. it twisted. Please don't get it
1: twist. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, okay. Sir. Okay. Yes, sir. The champ is here. The champ is here.
0: So um, yeah, yo, yo, listen, Doug, I'm really happy that you're on the show. Um, definitely, you know, I was looking forward to this for a little while. I know that you were gone for a little bit, but you know, we got back together and we're able to do this um interview today, which is, you know, which is dope, you know. So, um, basically, I want you to, you know, basically tell people, you know, what you do exactly, what service
1: you provide, and a little bit of your background and vision. Yeah, for sure. Um, Honored to be uh, on the platform tonight. Got a lot of respect for what you built, the Chambers here show. Um, And uh, yeah, we go back, Kev. Um, It's a pleasure to see you kind of blossoming in life, man, all facets. Um, So, my name is Doug Adams, I'm the founder of New Brooklyn Farms, it's an urban farm green event space based in uh, Mount Rainier, Maryland, which is my hometown, uh, just about a couple blocks outside of Washington, D.C. Basically, what New Brooklyn Farms is, is one part, the urban farm and uh, green event space, physical location and space, Um, and then it's also one part a a green lifestyle brand and community. Um, So um, the premise, the the story behind it is um, I purchased a quarter acre vacant lot next to the house I grew up in, in Mount Rainier, Maryland um, in 2016, just as an investment. Um, I was just trying to figure out ways that I could make it productive because I wasn't really trying to build a house at the time. And I did some research on, you know, what a small-time farm operation would look like, what it would take to get that started, and the rest is history. Um, Along the way, um, I've maintained a career in uh, finance uh, and lived in Brooklyn, New York. So that's where the inspiration for the name New Brooklyn Farms comes from. And um, right now, I'm currently working in finance for an indoor farming Startup, one of the leaders in the industry called Aero Farms. So I live and work in Brooklyn, New York, and I operate the New Brooklyn Farms business from afar, more so from a strategic, you know, director kind of level. I work with a lot of community members to make that all happen. And yeah, so that's me in a nutshell.
0: That's dope. That's dope. That, and, um, now I
1: see the new, now I see why it has to be new. The new Brooklyn. Yeah, it, exactly. Actually,
0: welcome. okay, okay, exactly. <laughs> then he's someplace else, obviously. So yeah. all right, so that's 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 awesome. And um I know that farming is not the sexiest topic, but it is also a topic that I believe is very necessary. I believe the three things in life that every person should know is swimming, driving and farming and I believe those three things every person should strive to you know put you know in their repertoire or their tool belt to know how to do so um Doug can you tell us you know what are your biggest barriers because I know owning land and you know farming and stuff comes with a little red tape so you know what are your biggest barriers you know coming into the this this whole farming journey and what things that you had to overcome
1: Definitely. Um, so, number one, it always, from in, in most things in life, unfortunately, we live in a capitalist world, it's always about money. So, uh, the capital aspect of acquiring the land and getting it financed was definitely the number one biggest barrier. Um, so, when it comes to buying land, many people don't know, but it's really tough to find bank financing or traditional financing like a mortgage for just vacant land if it doesn't have a house sitting on it because the bank looks at it as a high risk uh you know investment or or loan because yeah. if you default on that loan they can't come and seize a house it's just vacant space so that's why many banks don't deal with financing vacant land unless it's like in a really high value area that's going to be an expect development to happen so in my case it was just a neighborhood, so I searched around, shopped around, credit unions, all all different types of commercial banks. Nobody would give me the uh, financing for it. So what I ended up doing was coming back to the owner and saying, "Look, I'm just I really do want to do this deal with you. I have my down payment, but I can't find a bank to finance this. Do you have any lenders in your network that you could refer me to?" And basically, what he did was he offered to engage in what's called a seller finance deal where the seller kind of serves as you're the bank I gave him my down payment we had we had an agreement where I gave him my down payment and made my monthly payments to him which I continue to do um, and I have the exclusive right to you know buy to, to own the property outright once I finish making my payments off so that was a big barrier but I was grateful that I um, you know, was able to negotiate that with the owner directly, um, and here we are. Second biggest barrier um, to the whole farming business, I would definitely say, is labor. Um, you got to figure out ways, there's so much work involved with especially starting a, a space from scratch. Um, you need people who can till the soil, move things around, maintenance is, is a big thing in growing food. So. The way I was able to navigate that was just forming strategic partnerships with people in the community. Um, the biggest way that um, I was able to leverage that was I created a farmer in residence program that allowed a local entrepreneur to basically grow in a portion of the space for free in exchange for you know them promoting and uh, you know creating content in the space. And my trade-off is I have people down there in Maryland when I'm here in New York working by nine to five, farming the land and making it look productive so yeah okay so those are some of the
0: barriers that you had to you know those hurdles that you had to jump over one question as you know you're talking because i'm thinking you know grow you know plants so i'm saying to myself can you grow marijuana because you know inquiring minds wanted to know you know is that something (laughs) that you can you know are you can you be considered a ganja farmer
1: basically oh man not yet in maryland at least so um it all comes back to you know we've seen the legislation and the adoption in many states right now it's happening fast and many people ask that question to people who are farming as it stands right now in the state of maryland um it's, you can grow, there's only a, a very limited amount of licenses to grow marijuana for medicinal uses only. And the people who have the access and the power to get those permits have a lot more resources than you and I and this whole podcast combined type of thing. So as it stands right now, the answer is no, but is that something that I'm keeping my ear out for opportunities in the future? Absolutely.
0: Okay 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 that's that's dope is there anything you guys want to ask so far because i don't want to
2: like i do i have a big question i mean i don't have a green thumb so my question to you is what made you go into farming like i literally if it's not like a fake plant it will die um (laughs) my kids survive because they cry so (laughs) what what got how did you get into farming that is such a unique thing to do i feel in this day and age at least
1: Yeah, well, it's kind of two things. Number one is that I've always been into uh, and interested in in healthy lifestyle and healthy living and healthy food, uh, specifically food. So prior to this, Kev probably remembers, I used to have a small juice business where I used to like sell, uh, you know, smoothies and juices. Um, And just like always being kind of like, you know, eating a lot of salads and stuff like that. So naturally, I think that, if you are that kind of person, you are gonna naturally have an interest in in the production side and where it all comes from. But mm-hmm. then uh, the other side of that too, is um, why I was motivated because I had space in a, in a high traffic, you know, in, in my hometown, you know, I just feel like it was a powerful thing to be able to grow food next to, you know, where my mom still lives and where I grew up in a place where it used to be, you know, an abandoned dope house really in the 90s that was demolished but like you know the transformation it was really you know from going that to growing food really interesting
2: that's pretty cool and i have two more questions the next question is what types of crops are you growing at the moment like what is your specialty
1: um so as of uh 2020 uh, for the 2020 season Um, I started, I shifted all the production over to exclusively uh, herbs, different varieties of medicinal herbs, Um, just in light of COVID. And, you know, I just figured that that was the most appropriate thing and high impact thing I could grow. Herbs, as far as uh, farming goes, are more high value crop. I'm working with such a small amount of space. It makes sense to grow things that are more so specialty and high value. So, um, yeah, right now it's all herbs. But I just built a greenhouse last summer, at the end of last summer, so um, that's gonna really help me scale up and really expand. I'm gonna start doing um, flowers and um, just expanding the
2: varieties of things that I have. Well, I'm definitely going to hit you up about my greenhouse that I plan on getting together, hopefully, by this uh, summer season. Definitely. Um, Definitely. My next... (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to need some help with that because I definitely want to grow some herbs. So that's very important to me. My next question, lastly, (laughs) is... um, do you have or have you thought about putting together some sort of um, program for children of the community so they can actually learn how to grow? Because I feel like some of us, especially like the millennials and the new people, you know, up and coming, we, we really don't know what it takes and, you know, the type of work that needs to be put in in order to grow. So I feel like it would be pretty cool. My husband, when he was a young child, he went to, he went away. It was, there was a program called the Fresh uh, Air Fund or something like that. And he went to live on a farm for a couple of months and they taught him how to grow and things like that. So have you thought about any programs like that? Is that something that you're looking to do or do you have something like that in place?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, As it stands right now, um, my engagement with the youth and children so far has just been like, you know, I've had a number of kids come through with their parents for like volunteer days. Um, But I don't have any formalized programs uh, set up as of right now. Um, again it's all about the types of community you know collaboration I'm able to you know get together so it hasn't manifested quite yet but naturally this is definitely you know something it has to be educational and it has been for adults but I want to get something in place for the kids and I want to do it right though and be safe about it and everything so yeah it's coming.
2: I think that
0: would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. As a matter of fact, I remember, you know, this is not really a question, but I do remember watching something a few years back, and it was basically like a vocational school. They were for um, women who were young that that were pregnant mothers, and they, you know, the city or wanted to cast them out, but what they did was they had a school that taught them certain things, especially farming, and they Mm -hmm that because they introduced the farming, they had a higher graduation rate than all the other schools in the neighborhood because of the values and the fundamentals that those things taught them. So is that something that you probably might wanna consider providing in the future going into the schools and saying, hey, listen, I wanna try to implement maybe a farming program into your curriculum? Is that something that you thought of or might consider?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so, as far as engaging with uh, educational institutions, I, was, I have a friend um, who's a landscape architect and also an adjunct professor, University of Maryland, uh, College Park, which is very close to my farm. Um, I've spoken for uh, freshman class uh, that she taught twice on two occasions, giving the presentation on my story and you know everything. So. Um, Down the line, you know, getting into reaching out into education is definitely something I'm interested in. I've spoken in a number of uh, panels and, you know, different events where there was youth present. And um, I see how it definitely lights them up. So no question about it. I'll definitely be going that direction in the future.
3: Okay,
0: That's, that's cool. Gabe, you have any questions?
3: Uh, six definitely stole one of mine, which is dope. Uh, it was actually, she framed it a little bit differently because I was going to ask if you like do any type of like seminars or anything like that as far as teaching people how to farm. So, but no, that's great. Um, the only other question I guess I would ask is, um, do you have, like, I know the, I'm sure the farming thing takes up a lot, especially since you're not really, uh, you know, based where you're not, you're, you're living here in Brooklyn and the farm is somewhere else. Do you have any other uh, businesses or anything else that you're involved with, or um, do you have any any other like hobbies that take up a lot of your time? Yeah.
1: Mm, I mean, you know, I, I my my current full time job with the indoor farm is, you know, it's it's pretty fast paced, um, pretty demanding, uh, but um as far as oh i I'll, I'll say this too is that. Um, I work, I'm actually an advisor uh, and an ambassador to a app, an e-commerce app called CropSwap. And that's something that's pretty new. I partnered up with them uh, a few months ago. Basically, the the app serves as an e-commerce platform for growers like myself, farmers and growers, smaller, more urban type people. And um, basically, you know, they're trying. They they're based in LA, and they're trying to expand to, to 13 different markets across the country. So, given you know what I the connections that I have, and kind of just the expertise in the urban farming space, um, the CEO kind of you know asked me to be an advisor to the company, and also serving as an ambassador in the DC area, recruiting more growers on the app, and growing the presence on the East Coast. So. I mean, you could call that kind of a side gig um, alongside this. But other than that, um, no, nah, not too much.
0: Okay. Okay. And um, one of my last questions is, do you feel, as an entrepreneur, you know, people don't really go into the ins and outs of being an entrepreneur and doing what it takes. So in your journey, what, what would you say is the best and the worst things about being you know, an entrepreneur?
1: I'm gonna start off with the best. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the best things about being an entrepreneur is number one, that um, you control your own destiny. It's, it's a creative process. Um, it allows you to just conceive a thought and figure out what it takes to continue and build towards making it a reality. I think that that's just a powerful process for anybody out here, whether or not you have an entrepreneurial spirit or not. Um, Also entrepreneurship obviously has the potential to create financial freedom for you if you are successful in it. So that's obviously a great benefit to it all. And um, it allows you to also uh, meet a lot of people you probably would not have met had you not chosen to pursue it um if even if i fail tomorrow if my business goes belly up i have built relationships um and i just have a huge network that i can leverage in some way or another and vice versa so um the worst parts i would say number one definitely um you know the time the time commitment that it involves like you got to be dedicated if you're going to be successful you got to be consistent and that all takes time and energy, um, and um, you know a lot of people can mismanage their time and you know burn out. I've done it before, um, so you gotta be conscious of that. And I feel like the other thing is um, maybe one of the worst things about it. It's not really. It it could be a negative depending on how you look at it, but um, I would say that just investing investing energy in the way of like for me i'm like this is like this is like a marriage that i have to my business and if you're that kind of person that takes it that serious however the outcome is you'll be that much invested in it and you'll feel. you know what i mean you can get it can be an emotional roller coaster it can be you know what i mean and and it it can or it can take over your life and distract you from priorities like it can consume your time take you away from your family mm. so I just feel like you know it you it can it can be it can be a, a good drug or a bad drug but a lot of times for many people it become a bad drug so yeah that's a little, little story
2: yeah
1: a little story, yeah man no I thought you was gonna say the
0: plowing that was the hardest part <laughs> <laughs> that is- <laughs> I have seen, seen the videos. I seen. I'm like, I see you doing your thing. I see you in the suits with the bullet points, and you know you're doing your the And then I see times where you're like, I'm like, damn, that looks,
1: yeah, different. bro, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Strong. You gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. But look who's talking, man. Look who's talking. I need you out there, man. <laughs> I seen you lift a car up before, I think you man. would
2: enjoy that. <laughs> I think you would enjoy
0: that. Yeah, man. So, um. Doug, is there any any last remarks, guys?
3: No, no. I think I think we touched on everything. We definitely got a lot. Of, okay, very informative.
1: Kev, I know I know we connected um, the other night, and I've heard everything that you've been up to. But uh, Gabriel and Zuri, I like to kind of hear you know what you guys have cooking up outside of the, being a uh, part of the <laughs> Champions Here <Head> show <laughs> team. You know what I
2: mean? This is, this
1: we're we're is, laughing at we're <laughs> laughing at six. Yeah, i like, this is why we
2: should have done the introduction. You see, <laughs> <laughs> I'm six, by the way.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that, Zuri. Zuri's it's a
2: daughter. That's okay. It's my it's Zuri's um Zoom
1: account. She oh oh oh! Phone I'm phone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. No, fine. it's not
2: on. It's not your fault at all.
1: That's good for her.
3: Right. It just adds for more comedic relief. <laughs>
0: no, that's hilarious! That is
2: hilarious. I like her name though. You can call me Siri, That's fine. <laughs> cool. now, I just had one last question, just for the viewers. Oh, I think he
0: asked you a question first. Yeah, he was asking us. What? what, what, what
3: oh, we you
2: were. St- you are, you are, I'm sorry. He was asking
3: ahead. us what we do. What, what we do. So I, oh, I, I, okay, I'll I'll yeah, tell yeah. uh, real quick. Um, I'm actually almost in everything that my brother's involved in. We're both. I'm in real estate. Um, I'm also helping helping him. our partner Chris out um, with starting up the the Yacht Club. Um, Aside from that the only other thing I do uh, that I've gotten myself back into slowly but surely is uh, is training. I'm trying to get back into my personal training business um, which is long-term training and um, aside from that's pretty much I'm also a swim coach. I haven't you know pools closed for a while. Uh, I haven't done that in a while but uh, yeah that's pretty much it.
1: Man, shout out to y'all with that Yacht Club idea, man. I was telling Kev how impressed I am with that. And I mean, really, it just, it, it, it reiterates my personal belief is that, you know, we need any, and all these spaces out here, there's so many spaces where there isn't a presence of us. And definitely, you know, like yachts and, you know, getting into, you know, water sports and all that kind of stuff. I'm really impressed and inspired that you guys really are trying to invest and go in going that direction and starting a really dope venture. So shout out to y'all for that, for sure.
0: 100%, 100%. Zuri, can you touch on what you do? <laughs>
2: <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, Zuri goes to school. She's in pre-K, but me, <laughs> I basically, I, um, I do, you know, from working with the yacht club, um, I don't have a real estate license, but I'm definitely like more like on the consulting part of it and just, you know, kind of like talking things out with the team and things like that. Cause I do have a, a master's in um, general uh, management. So I like to, to, to dabble in that stuff, but most importantly, my interior design business, and I'm launching some products, which is going to be some handmade candles pretty soon. So you can check out home by six. Um, they smell amazing. They're ready. They're ready. I just um, they smell great. I mean, I, I just I'm, I need more supplies so I can because I f- have a feeling it's just gonna blow up. So sure. um, I'm almost there. And
0: don't that's forget, great. And don't forget your trucking business. She flipped and trucks. my
2: trucking business. That's
0: right. I <laughs> have a
2: trucking trucks. business. We flip trucks. Uh, you wow. know Semis. So
1: what? Sixteen another. wheelers. Sixteen wheelers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nine, 18, 18, nine.
2: Old them, old them. yeah 18 22 54 whatever <laughs> we <laughs> nice. yeah
3: that's
1: dope that's dope congratulations yeah. on your on the new venture and um continued success i wish you the best
2: thank you and same for you because that's pretty cool i need to get my greenhouse growing this summer yeah. i'm excited yeah, so yeah. like, maybe some I don't know, peppers and definitely herbs because I use a lot of herbs. So start with know.
1: herbs, it's the easiest thing. Yeah. Let me know if you yeah. need help. I'm happy to come check out if you got a space. I'll come to you know help you get set up. Let me know for sure. I'm
2: currently growing, yeah. I'm currently growing a romaine lettuce in my kitchen counter.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. It's going well. It's
2: going Yeah,
1: well. yeah, yeah. It's not that yeah. hard. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Also I've done with some
3: tomatoes. I've grew some tomatoes in my backyard before.
1: Okay. Okay. You may <laughs> catch up with them or what?
3: Um, no, it was like it was. The, <laughs> it was uh like you know the grape tomatoes. I just uh, yeah,
1: excuse
3: them. I like those
1: uh, the little cute ones. Okay, you just pop them in. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like that. <laughs> the, no, that's the stuff, man. the other had me um years
0: ago. You know, me and my boy were trying to. You know, that was a bad boy. So I wasn't growing anything edible. You know. It was, <laughs> Oh, oh, well technically that can become edible. <laughs> at, the time, at the time we didn't know that. Got the seed, threw it, put it in some in a shoebox, and then we just my boy, um, it wasn't really me, but it was my boy, um my boy Ghost. He was really Not the me. one that was really so I was watching, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he he did like ninety-nine percent of it, but but, um, yeah, man, so, um, Doug, I appreciate you coming on the show. Is there anyone you want to
1: shout out? Not really. Um, I, I shout out my, my, my socials, you know, uh, new dot, sorry newbrooklynfarms.com is the website. Um, Instagram, Facebook, at New Brooklyn Farms. Um, shout out to my team at CropSwap. Check them, check them out, the e-commerce app I told you about for local growers. There on social media at Crop Swap, CropSwap.com is their website. And yeah, I mean, shout out to the DMV, my hometown, um, Mm. and shout out to my second home, Brooklyn, NYC, East Flatbush.
0: Okay, yeah, East, the East, the East. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, guys, um, six, you want to shout out?
2: I do want to shout out. Before I do the shout out, I want to ask the people, like, are you guys growing anything? Have you grown anything? Do you have a green thumb? Y'all already know I don't have a green thumb. So just let us know in the comments what you guys are up to. And if you have never grown anything, do you think you'll be growing something this summer? That'd be pretty cool to see and to kind of take a look at. So just let us know. And I just want to shout out um, Mad Sky Trucking, um, Home by Six. You know, check me out, Six Series on Instagram. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Oh, and my puppies. I I have a page, a new page for my dogs. I have three English Bulldogs, so Lee Bulldogs. Go ahead and um, take a look at their Instagram stories.
1: Nice, (laughs) nice. Cool. Definitely check that out. Cool. Well, thank you guys for your time, for having me, considering me as a guest. Um, I'm really honored to be here again and uh, wishing y'all all all continued success in all your ventures. I appreciate
3: appreciate that. Just going to give a quick shout-out to the audience, of course. Appreciate you guys for listening. All of our Spotify, YouTube uh, subscribers, everybody. um, Shout-outs to DT Group, Long Champ champ Training, like I said earlier. Um, Yeah, I'll leave it with to you, Kev. Yeah,
0: Yeah, big shout-out to Brooklyn Cove Yacht Club because we got big boats Mm. on the water. You know that. Mm. Also, I want to have a big shout-out to Moving Keys because we are Moving Keys. That's Boat Keys. House keys, car keys, any kind of keys you can think of. That's what we're doing. And big shout out to Longchamp Success uh, Consulting. You know, or property management, real estate also. So, and uh, big shout out to you, New Brooklyn Falls, for, for coming out on the show. Appreciate you one time. And uh, and uh, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button. Cheers.